0: Howdy, to everybody out there? This is Big Beefin'.
1: This is JP, and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show.
0: This is Aaron Rollins. What's you doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I know you're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is his goddamn yard. And he puts a property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than the fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy.
0: And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that? That's a yogi bear reference. But that's not the fucking point, man. There, but the, there,
1: there's dark matter. Is there light matter?
0: Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics, but you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. You,
1: are you okay? Did,
0: didn't you tell that one yesterday?
1: I just told that one yesterday. Like, A-Aaron, are you okay? that he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him.
0: That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass, and don't walk. There you go,
1: see? That is easy? Now, uh, no beat to drops so let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983.
0: Just, just enjoy the show. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, that, that kind of thing happens sometimes. It was, it was real bad with the guy from uh, India, the flat earther we were talking to. That that was a tough episode to get through because every 10 minutes it would cut out. Oh, man, it sucks. But that's, you know, talking to somebody from fucking India. <laughs> and he flat earther too, so. it Dude, that, I mean, I know this is getting off topic what we're talking about, but that that dude had lost his damn mind. I mean, I I'm trying <laughs> to get him... I'm trying to get him back on the show so we can debate, but I, I let him see. Basically, what I, I let him have free reign and just get all of it out there. I was like, you know what? Let's just get everything out there. And he he didn't really want to go into it. He kind of wanted to just stick to the whole why I think the earth is flat, but he didn't have a choice. He had to get into like whole, whole Freemasons and the conspiracy theories and the government control and the, the dome and just all kinds of crazy shit and like demons and Satan, just everything that's pretty good yeah it's crazy i should have listened to that one (laughs) yeah it's a flat earth right now the problem i've been told like feedback like from people that have listened to it they're like man why didn't you just crush that guy you have a scientific mind why didn't you just you know use logic and blow down all of his his arguments and i was like well yeah i i know i probably should have done that but at the same time i wanted to i wanted to know why he was so devout that the earth was flat like i wanted to I wanted to understand it, so I kind of played into what he was saying, like, oh, okay, I understand, I understand, instead of saying, no, man, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, which is what, what I mean, what it was, but at the same time, I'm trying to get this guy comfortable so he can tell his story. <laughs> oh, yeah, just... if the, if he said the first stupid thing and you shut him down,
2: then he ain't going to open up and tell you the rest of the stupid nonsense.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happened on, on his podcast. I, I went back and listened to it. He found he reached out to us because we were asking for flat earthers and he sent me a you can send voice messages through the app. And he's like, hey, I'd love to be on your show. And I was like, OK, so I listened to one of his and basically the guy he had on like right off the bat, they're arguing. I mean, they it just as soon as it starts, it's just drama. And I'm like, OK, well, I don't want that to be me. I want us to actually get the ideas conveyed because then when we can defeat them, we have complete ideas and we're not just going in half ass and everybody's defensive and nothing gets done
2: yeah and uh another thing is it's like you come up with logic and shut him down right yeah but i mean it, it, logic is not going to uh beat a person that believes the earth is flat
0: you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're pretty much fighting a, a lost cause like
2: this it's like i don't know just arguing with a like a complete like Someone's mentally challenged or something. It's like, <laughs> why waste your time? <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> the
0: other thing, too. You have to think, why are you doing this? The problem is, is for some reason, our damn show has been grouped into shit like that, like paranormal stuff, like Bigfoot, UFOs, <laughs> uh, Flat Earth. I don't know why, but it's been, it's just been categorized. Why, why didn't y'all just talk to uh, Michael Pimentel? Isn't he, like, a psychopath or something? Yeah, he's all into that shit. Well, the problem with him is he's going deaf. And uh like literally. He's going really? yeah. Why's he going deaf? I I guess he listened to rock too hard too long and blew his ears out. I thought he, he ate too much food and it clogged up his ears. <laughs> possibility, possibility. But uh no for real, man. He's legit going deaf. Like he, if we if we had him on here, he wouldn't be able to hear a damn thing that we said. So Really? That's why that's why we haven't reached out to him and I, yeah, so that's but anyways, uh, we were talking about wrestling. Um, we were talking about Jake the Snake and the, the religious promo and how, how Austin cut that Austin 316 thing. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Um, we just watched the uh, the HBO documentary on Andre the Giant last night. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I need to check that one out. It's, it's actually pretty good because for some reason, I don't know how they did this, but they got like the very best of Andre the Giant. So when you see him moving, it's not like how I remembered him growing up. When I remembered him growing up, it's like, okay, he's big, he's big as fuck. Because but I never actually, move. Yeah, he could barely move. Like I never actually saw him do anything. Right. But they found footage of when like he was kicking ass. Like I mean, he he you you couldn't escape him.
2: Oh, he's it's probably in
0: the seventies for sure. Yeah, yeah, most of it was seventies, and uh, he was just hardcore, just super into it, and uh, it was just interesting, like the whole bit behind the scenes, like and some of the stories I've heard before, like. We've all heard about his drinking, and you know i he got the Guinness Book of World Records, but a lot of like his personal life, like where he grew up and his family that kind of stuff was was new to oh me. yeah, I haven't heard any of those stories well, and you actually they actually had his daughter on there Oh, did you, okay. know, did you know he had a daughter no, yeah, yeah, he's got a daughter he had one uh years when he first moved to uh u s he knocked up this chick, and uh they never got I don't think they didn't say that they were ever married, they just said they had a kid together mm. so but uh. Yeah, just a great, great story. And I told Sarah while we're watching, it's like, you know how this ends, right? I mean, be ready because it's, it's not going to end well, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. Uh, and then it, even, man, I don't want to spoil it for you, but some people that you would think that wouldn't get choked up, get choked up telling the story. So oh, pretty too. crazy. Uh, Vince.
2: Oh, no, that that was like his number one dude.
0: Yeah, he, I well, well, at the end of it, they ask him, Vince, they're like, hey, man, uh. They're like, hey, uh, did you, did you, do you miss him? Is he one that you miss out of all the people that have that gone? Is he one that that still sticks with you? And Vince, like, you could see he was fighting back the tears, like his hard his, his mouth started trembling, and he was like, you know, I, I do miss him, and I, I wish, you know, I wish I could, you know, have more time with him. And apparently, at the end of his career, they kind of had a falling out. Yeah, um, he, apparently he was pretty upset that uh, he he went to work for WCW. Oh, okay. I didn't know about that part.
2: Yeah, I mean, he he didn't...
0: I don't think he ever worked any
2: matches there, but he showed up there, you know? Yeah. For whatever reason, and uh, for a long time, apparently, Vince McMahon had, or he might still to this day, he had, like, a cast of his hand or something in his office.
0: Yeah. Well, that's basically, you know, the documentary goes into this, but this he's basically the reason why we have, why Pro Wrestling blew up today. Like, he was the first what they consider their first superstar, like somebody that could was was legendary, you know, and uh they really played it well and like the matches and everything just matched up and the, the background and it was it was pretty impressive. It was very well done.
2: Yeah I have to check it out. Have have yeah. you heard of this new uh, wrestling documentary called uh the the Dark Side of the Ring? No. I haven't heard of this. Um, I think you can stream a couple episodes on on the website. It's like on Viceland channel or some nonsense.
0: Okay,
2: but um, <clears throat> I think they got three episodes out, and one of them is about, you know, it's it's of, of course, it's all about the dark, you know, part of wrestling, you know. Yeah. And I think the first episode was Macho Man and
0: uh, Elizabeth. Okay.
2: And uh, are you familiar with how Elizabeth died?
0: Uh, was it drug overdose? Or? It
2: was, and apparently, uh, a lot of people blame Lex Luger. Oh, and uh, I think he, I think the uh, rumor is that he got her into doing drugs.
0: Oh, I mean, of
2: course, it's her choice. She can do, you know, she's an adult, you know, right, but, right. But he was there, and when she died, and he made the nine one one call.
0: Wow.
2: So, and I mean, have you know uh, Lex Luger's state today?
0: uh he he's super thin like he's not the muscle mass that he was back in the
2: day i don't i think he's confined to a wheelchair too i'm not oh, too sure shit. about that i think oh, he's man. crippled um and uh he's like born again christian and everything else now like oh. apparently like you know the the word on his attitude in the like the 80s and 90s was you know he could be a jerk and he only cared about himself
0: and all this and that. Oh, I never liked the character. I didn't like his character at all. I mean, I didn't know how he was in person, but I didn't
2: like Yeah, him. I mean, I think the characters really like how he was. Yeah. And it's like not someone you you really wanted to know back then. Right. I mean, you know, if you were a fan and you met him, you would have been turned off big time. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, nowadays, he's like the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. And if you get a chance to see him, you know, they recommend go do it. You have a great time.
0: So well you know, that's one they probably get off the shit, you know, no drugs, no steroids. I mean, because he had, there's no way he wasn't taking steroids. I mean the oh, guy yeah. Yeah, of course was perfect. He was like a statue of of a Greek. I mean, he was just immaculate. So Yeah, yeah, of course. But so I think once you get off of that you lose that rage and and then the adrenaline from getting in the ring and everything just kinda calms down and now you're in a position where n- the new generation doesn't know who you are. Like people have forgotten about you. And you really kind of got a whole, that's what I think Jake, the snake learned that like, he thought that nobody cared about him anymore and that it was all over with. And then when he got, he needed that surgery and somebody was like, dude, let's just do a crowdfunder and see what happens. Right. And he got all those, he got, you know, his surgery basically got crowdfunded. He was like, well, damn, you know, I guess I need to, you know, I need to give something back and change my ways. And that's kind of what prompted that whole uh, resurrection of Jake, the snake Roberts, like that whole ordeal kind of, kind of kicked that off and. uh Oh yeah, for sure. That's good for them. I mean, you know, I, I, you kind of wonder about what happens to him after this is over because, you know, their bodies are pretty much destroyed. They're exhausted for, you know, 20 years. I don't know. Like, what the hell is The Undertaker going to do when it's finally over for him? I mean, I don't – what does he do, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, he's been semi-retired for a while now. I mean, he's been only doing like, well,
0: you know, two matches a year, you know, so. yeah. We saw him when we went to Dallas that one time for Raw. He was he was there. He didn't wrestle, but he showed up. And uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I saw him. I went to Mania in Dallas. Oh, so okay, I him, yeah. I saw him there for sure. Well, he, the last time I, – I, I can't say the last time I saw him. I think he looked okay. But one of those times he went up against uh, – I want to say it was in a Royal Rumble or something like that. It was uh, He went up against Triple H or something, and he just looked bad. Like, I mean, the man – Oh you oh yeah, you're talking yeah, you're talking about it It was like um the Australia show. Yeah. He looked rough. I was like, he just needs to hang it up. You, yeah, know? Well, I mean, you know when
2: I saw him in thirty two, uh WrestleMania thirty two in Dallas, he I mean it wasn't like, you know, he doing Undertaker stuff. I mean of course he wasn't you know, as quick as he was in the nineties or whatever, but I mean it wasn't yeah. bad, but yeah, that, that Undertaker one that yeah.
0: against Triple H it was like whoa <laughs> yeah i mean he looked like grandpa out there you know it's like this is you know how in those uh local the like the local rings and you'll have like some old timer that used to be a big name and he goes oh to, yeah you that's basically to... what it looked like it was just at a wwe pay-per-view and it's like what the hell man i know like uh, i know you're talking about just
2: you know, old people that still get back in the ring i mean you yeah know, you know he probably he was probably younger than undertaker but raven like, yeah, yeah, if he does a show, like, he doesn't even take a bump.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Because I, I mean, in fairness, uh, no one's paying to see Raven get his ass kicked, right? But they want to see him, you know, be up some dude, give
0: him a DDT, and walk out, <laughs> right? Right,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought he blew up too, didn't he? Like, get real big, like, like gained a lot of weight or something, Uh, Raven, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he got some weight, I wouldn't call him obese or anything, but
2: I mean, he's, he ain't.
0: I know Ahmed Johnson. Guy, you seen old did Ahmed he? Johnson? Oh yeah.
2: I don't, I never gave two shits about Ahmed Johnson. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember as a kid, just because he always went up against Vader, and Vader was one of my favorites. Oh yeah. And uh, that's why I remember him, because anytime he showed, and then he joined the Legion of Doom briefly for a little bit, and uh, that was kind of cool. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, cool stuff, man. So did you watch uh, this last WrestleMania?
2: Oh yeah, it was all like 20 hours of it. Oh my god.
0: Well, too long? Is that what you're saying? It's too long? Oh, it's exhausting to watch it, man. I fell asleep during the last match. I'm not going to lie. I was just too late. I had to watch the rest oh, of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> it starts like super early and it goes and goes and never ends. Yeah. But I did like that they got Brock Lesnar out of the way first. Like mm. That was perfectly fine with me. I'm tired of Brock Lesnar. You
2: know, I I never – I'm never looking forward to a Brock Lesnar match. You know.
0: Yeah.
2: I never want to see one. But then Paul right. Heyman walks out there, and he
0: cuts a promo, and then I'm ready to watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, Paul Heyman is basically the saving grace, right? That's the only reason.
2: Dude, he gets me hyped up for it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Okay, no,
0: I'm ready. Paul Heyman still got it. Like, Paul Heyman, whatever that it factor is that JR is always talking about, Paul Heyman always has had it. Like, he can sell anything. yeah. But but Brock, man, it's just—I wish they had. Why can't they find somebody that could just destroy Brock? Like just somebody that that could—you could tell—could tell could just whip Brock's ass and then be done with him. You know, I mean, it's—it's it's, it's just his time has come. It needs to, you know.
2: I'm—I'm I'm, well. Here's the thing: Brock, Brock's still selling tickets. So is, is it really
0: done? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I—that's a good point. But that's why if you could get somebody. Like Roman Reigns was not the guy. Like he's there's no way. I mean, even with his old now that he's, we know he was sick and all that, he's still not the guy that could take that could take it away from Brock. Like he just can't. He just can't carry what Brock had. I, but, I
2: people thought it was going to be Braun Strowman there, but I don't like that guy either.
0: Well, the problem with Braun Strowman is his character sucks. Like he's, no, he's not. He's just big and strong. That's all he is. He's just. A, it's like Mark Henry, but you know, tall version. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no charisma there there's no fun and he basically he just goes out there and yells stomps around and uh, invites kids into the ring and shit and it's just you know it's just not it's not compelling you don't know what drives him i mean is it just rampage and destruction uh you know he's got no he's got no stake in like brock lesnar you can tell he w- he wants to be a badass like that as soon as he comes out there and he starts doing his little thing where he's jumping around he's like this is somebody who wants to kick Anybody's ass that gets in his way—that's what see, he. See, Brock is is uh, uh,
2: legitimate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You believe it, right? Like I don't—I don't know if you ever uh, listened to Tony Savani's podcast. No, I haven't heard of that one. Well, he keeps talking about, you know, back in the day when he would go, you know, he's like, there would be like someone on the match, you know, that that they would call the hook. You'd see a couple of you like, oh, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that's butch bullshit. But he's like, oh, these dudes, they're for real.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, they're really whooping ass. And yeah. Brock, Brock is that. He, it feels like he's whooping ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. You know I mean? See, like, I know a lot of, you know, I can, I can respect it, you know, when, like, people come out there and they start doing all, you know, like Seth Rollins or whoever gets out there and they'll start doing all those flips and, and jumps. And it looks a little too choreographed. For my taste, and it ain't looking like he's trying to whoop some ass, right? You know, Brock looks like he's trying to whoop some ass,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah, and I just don't know why they haven't found somebody that can take him down and get him.
2: Out. I mean, that that way well, they brought Goldberg back, and it looked like I mean, Goldberg stuff always looked real, and that's probably because it was real, <laughs> yeah, because he didn't know
0: what he was doing <laughs> exactly.
2: But I mean, they got Brock in there that, that can take it, and I mean, they
0: look like they're whooping ass, you know? Man, that, that match that was over in, like, a minute and a half, that's one of, like, my all-time favorite matches. Like, oh, in the Survivor Series? Yeah, I love that. I thought that was so awesome. When I watched it's like, hell yes, man. That's how you fucking do it. Yeah. Get in awesome. there, wreck shop, and get the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's as long as you want a gold burn match to go. Yeah. <laughs> you get injured
2: otherwise.
0: <laughs> Somebody's going to get seriously fucked up if they keep going.
2: Yeah, because I went to that uh, Royal Rumble. Uh Down in San Antonio, you know, and I was on the floor, and Goldberg came out there, and he, you know, and Brock was out there, and he threw, you know, Brock out and everything. That was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that was a good run. I fucking Goldberg's action figure is like 30 bucks, man. Did you know that? No. It's $10 more than a normal one. Really? 30 bucks. Yeah. Dang. There's there's one sitting at the Target down the road from my house, and I've been wanting to get it, but I'm not going to pay $30 for a fucking Goldberg, you know? So. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to wait till. Hopefully, it goes on clearance and nobody gets it. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, yeah, no, I really, I really liked that run. I liked, I liked his run. I liked when he came back, and I liked when Sting came back. But I felt that Sting was underused, and it's unfortunate the run didn't last as long as it did. Yeah, I went to a Raw. I think it was like the go home to uh,
2: Royal Rumble. Like yeah. Before Sting had that WrestleMania against Triple H, right? Yeah. And, you know, okay, well, this is how I got back into wrestling, right? My uh, our friend, he had, he messaged, you know, he said, hey, let's go to Raw, you know? It's like, man, I ain't watched wrestling since, you know, like 99 or something. But I was like, you know, I owe it to 12-year-old me to go now. right? And it was like the greatest Raw to go to because for whatever reason, they had a lot of like the, the legends out there like you know uh kevin nash and and hulk hogan was there and they had oh shit new age outlaws and you, you know the apa and at the, yeah. at, the, at the end of it you know that was the the storyline of sting and sting came out and all that and i was like and Sting was like my favorite because i was a WCW guy back then. yeah. So uh, Sting came out. I was like, "Yeah, this is great. You know, this is exactly what I need." You know, I was like, "I got you know Kevin Nash out here. I got Hulk Hogan. We got Sting," and then uh, just kind of pulled me back in. <laughs>
0: I've been back in ever since. It's <laughs> that's, that's crazy because the same damn thing happened to me. Like Sting coming back and like the possibility of the MWO going against Generation X. I was like, "Well, shit! I got to tune in now. Like I've got to see." So that's when we we went and bought the app, the the W Network Network app. Oh yeah, same with here. Yeah, so it's crazy how that. I guess that's just. I guess Vince knows what he's doing. I guess he figured, hey, let's get those some of those old fans back, and uh, finally get Sting over here because Sting had been he was in TNA for for before that, right? Wasn't he in? Wasn't
2: yeah, he still... yeah, he was in TNA. Uh, I mean, he could, if you wanted to, he could have went to WWF right after WCW closed down. Yeah, but um, you know, if you work for WWF, you're on the road like five, six days a week, you know, you're working a lot, but, you know, at that point in his career, I mean, he'd been making, you know, damn good money, WCW working, um, minimal dates, you know? Yeah. And TNA was offering him like a lot of money to work, minimal dates. And Ben says, like, I don't want no part-timer. I want someone that's going to show up and do all the house shows and things like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you
0: know, he didn't yeah. have to. So we yeah. didn't. Yeah. I mean can and, you blame um, him though? You know, I mean the guy's been doing it since the eighties. I mean shit. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, for sure. I mean so so was like some other people like Stone Cold or whatever, but he was yeah. still uh you know, doing the at the time W W F
0: stuff, so Well Stone Cold though, like his character was so over the top, like he didn't really have to do that much physical work. To get it done you know i mean stone cold shows up crack open some beer do a stunner and that's fucking all you need <laughs> you well, know he still had to hang it up because
2: his neck i mean his health problems was too much
0: yeah that was owen hart right dropped him on his neck
2: yep yeah yeah that was in... Rest, rest in, in peace owen
0: yeah did you see that clip where somebody asked jr uh what, what was the most devastating moment that he ever witnessed in the ring? Uh, or oh. no, was, he said something about it. was Owen Hart, the most devastating guy. And, uh, and J.R. was like, why do we got to go down this line? Why do we got to talk about this? Yes. It was, it was terrible. You know, Owen Hart was a good man. And why, why are we always revisiting the darkness? You know? Well, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, I want to ask someone about that. Yeah. You know, I remember when that happened, uh, for all the listeners out there, we're talking about when Owen Hart, uh, came in through a rope off the ring and then he. Fell to his death, like horrifically, in the middle of a show, and uh, you know I think it was no way out. My okay. Man. Well, I I heard an interview on one of the I think it's when they the three of them uh, the table for three on oh, the yeah. WWE network, and I think Sting was on one of them. They asked him, you know, when that happened, did you have second thoughts about going down on the rope? And he was like, you know, I heard about it and it was bad. And he's like, well, all you can do is just you know do more safety checks and keep going because you know sting used to come in from the rafters you know
2: oh yeah of course um i mean Old Man. was the first guy to do that, that. I mean, he he wasn't the last guy to do it you know right I mean, you see people do it all the time you did right i don't know what i never heard what exactly happened but
0: oh with owen yeah but somebody fucked up the rigging somebody didn't uh put the thing mm. on the right oh and it just it just snapped and so that's why mm. his his wife is, like, won't let Vince do anything with his stuff. Like, he won't merchandise anything. They won't use his name. The, he has no action figure because she thinks that what Vince's company did was negligent, and they never really paid their fair share for, you know, causing him to lose his life. And so until she's out of the picture, you know, there's no Owen Hart merchandising.
2: Yeah, from from what I understand, she never liked wrestling in the first place.
0: Yeah. so. Well, I believe it. I mean, look look at that family. Look at how fucking destroyed it is. I mean, most of them are dead. You know, it's just living a hard life. Apparently, being a pro wrestler apparently is hard on you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of hours. You know, not yeah. even counting the the ones you put in inside the ring. You know, it's the you gotta when you're done, you gotta drive to the next town. You gotta do the next show. You gotta keep going. Did you yes. see? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, that was about it.
0: I was gonna say, did you see that one video that keeps showing up on Facebook where it's uh, the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer against the Dudley Boys? Um, no, but I can this? imagine exactly what that is. <laughs> it, it was the um, what was it the one night stand ECW? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And uh, I think the I've seen that. Fucking Sandman, like he shows up and they're playing the Metallica music. You know, understand? Yeah, Sandman. yeah inner Sandman, of course. And like, and he shows up and like he fucking. He's up in the middle of the audience in the rafters, you know, and, like, he's just – people are just swarming him. And, like, he's teetering on the edge, you know. It's like oh, hopefully yeah. he doesn't fall off. I
2: mean, that's the best – I mean, that's the only good part of the
0: Sandman match is the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, he's badass, man. Yeah. I mean, that, he, that
0: that It gets you pumped. Just watching it. You're like, hell yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. I mean, some
2: people, you know, like, I guess – I guess a lot of people who are into like the technical stuff, you know, just the in, I mean, I like the in ring match stuff too, but sometimes, yeah. man, that, that interest or, you know, all I needed, you know, for Stone Cold, man, I just need to hear that, you know, glass break and then, yeah. at the end da-da, chug- da-da, and then him <laughs> chugging beers. I mean, that's all you need. I mean, you yeah, ain't got to have a match.
0: <laughs> well, that's like, that's like Kurt Angle. You know, Kurt Angle could do pretty much anything they needed him to do. Like he could, he could physically do it all. But it it was his character that got him, that made him so interesting, you know? Like, he was an asshole. But you had to love him because he was also an American hero. It's like he's, (laughs) you know? It was one of those things where he conflicted. You're like, yeah, this guy, he's a fucking prick. But he won the gold for us. So (laughs) give him a little bit of a pass. I did want to go back to the Owen Hart thing. Yeah. Uh,
2: I was going to say, I I wasn't watching that pay-per-view when it happened. Okay. Because like I said, I was a WCW guy at the time. Yeah, but I I went to school the next day wearing a Bret Hart shirt. Oh shit! I didn't know, and oh, then of damn. course
0: everybody had to tell me because I was wearing a Bret Hart shirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I found out pretty
0: quick. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's all we fucking talked about because one of my friends uh, saw it happen. Like he was, uh, but he had it on the uh, uh, he had it on the Spanish for some reason. Like they got it. They, it was free. Like a, a Spanish pay per view was free for their. Cable network or whatever. And so he watched it and he was like, it was in Spanish, but you could tell it was bad, like, you know. Oh, yeah. So um yeah, just a a terrible tragedy that that, that happened, you know. But uh I like I mean, you know, I don't want like to say Owen Hart was my favorite, but when I got when I went back and watched like where I'm at now, like watching the old episodes after the whole uh you know, Montreal Screwdriver, like they actually did a good job with Owen Hart's character for a little while. I know eventually he turned into an asshole. But for a little while, because he was kind of, like, fighting for Brett's honor and, you know, wanted to, you know, show that the family still mattered. And uh, they, if they could have expanded on that, I think they could have done a lot more with Owen, but they yeah. ended up just making him a heel and, like, made him, like, a whiny bitch like Brett was at the end, so. Like, yeah, I
2: mean, they put it, I mean, he was all right inside like, Nation of Domination and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was nowhere near as good as, like, when he was tagging with uh, uh, British Bulldog and, yeah. you know, coming out the Slammy Awards and. Right, acting like he had a broke hand for like months.
0: (laughs) Now, if I wanted to watch WCW, what would be a good year or good point in time to start that? Would it be when Hogan uh, joins in and turns heel, or would it what, or when the NWO shows up? When would be a good?
2: Well, that that's the same
0: thing. Oh, okay.
2: See, Hogan shows up in '94, but he's doing the red and yellow Hulkamania stuff.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And I mean, it's it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of cool. I haven't really watched a lot of that that stuff. But from what I understand, it's like, it's kind of cool because he's there, but, you know, the fans aren't too behind him. And then, I mean, really, it's, I mean, Nitro starts taking off when, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash shows up. And then they tease, they're going to have a third man at the Batch at the Beach. You know, are you familiar with that match?
0: Uh no, I, I I remember I I seen a behind the scenes thing where they they thought Sting was going to be the guy that joined them, but True. I guess at the last minute, uh, Hogan was the one that was chosen. Well, Hogan
2: was always number one.
0: Oh okay, it,
2: because I mean it, it, it makes sense. Well, I mean, Scott Hall like is perceived. Oh, it's WWF invading, right? So the third guy, it makes more sense if it's a WWF guy.
0: Right, right. So.
2: They wanted Hogan, but Hogan at the time was a little hesitant about going heel. I mean, he'd never been heel, uh, popular as a heel. I mean, he might have been a heel back in AWA or something, but right. Um, but he was kind of he was like, "I'm in it," but they always had Sting as a backup if Hogan showed up and changed his mind. Right. And, um, I guess the setup to Bash of the Beach '96 was uh It was going to be Scott Hall and Kevin Nash plus the third man against Lex Luger, The Macho Man and Sting. Right? And they start the match without the third man. So you're like, "Well, where's the third man? Where are they at, you know?" And then in the middle of it, you know, Scott Hall comes out, got him beat down, and then here comes Hogan. You think Hogan's going to like save Sting and the Macho Man all this, but then he drops the leg on the Macho Man. And you realize "Oh shit. He's the third man."
0: Oh shit. And
2: then you you need to go back and watch it because uh, afterwards uh, Hulk Hogan cuts a promo in the, uh, in the ring and uh, you know, just talking trash to the fans and all this. And <laughs> uh, do, do the fans go crazy and they're booing like crazy and they're like
0: throwing trash into the ring. It's, I remember <laughs> that I've seen that. I've seen it's a scene. I've seen all the shit getting thrown into the ring. I've seen that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where it starts and that's, it takes off from there and that's, that's what kicked off uh, the popularity of uh, wrestling in the nineties, man.
0: Welcome in, John. Hey, how we doing? Hey, right, talking about no
1: wrestling. So, do y'all ever think that like the the wrestlers want to turn heel, or you think they tell them to turn heel?
2: I think we, I think they have they have a preference, but yeah, um,
0: some of them like it's being storyline,
1: like... and, and they have to kind of go with the fans too. Well, like I will, I can't really. Pit my hand on anybody, and said, Oh man, this guy did not want to do that. Can yeah, you remember anyone who said, No, I didn't really want to do that, but they made me do it?
0: Andre the Giant, he didn't want to turn heel, he didn't want to do it because Andre always won, he was undefeated. Like, and he didn't want to, he knew if he became a bad guy, then somebody was gonna to have to win, and well, it, he didn't want, he wouldn't want to do it, but he knew that in the best interest of the business, it would be better to get Hulk Hogan over because he knew. Because for a while, I, and I'm saying this because I just I – was like I was telling earlier, I just watched the uh, Andre the Giant documentary. And, you know, he had been working with Hulk Hogan. And Andre was the – he was the guy. Like, he was basically carrying professional wrestling. He's the one that brought it into the mainstream. Well, Hogan gets involved and, like, the things really kick off. And so Andre realizes his time is coming to an end. So he figures if it's going to be anybody that's going to take over, it needs to be Hogan. So that's why he agreed to do that, that match at WrestleMania three, but he was in serious pain. I mean, severe pain.
1: Well, uh, it, it just, it
0: just seems like he, uh, heels have more
1: fun than the people who have to try to, who have to be the, uh, the good guy.
2: Yeah. 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 That That is true. I mean, a lot of wrestlers have talked on that. They said like a uh, heel, you get more fun. Uh, you can do more things. They said a baby face. You can't get, you, know, you can't really mess up. You can't like accidentally trip or, you know, you'll look like a fool, right? It doesn't work. But um, also, heels traditionally called the match. You know, when they're working the match, you know, yeah. back in the day when they were calling in the ring, a heel would call the match. Um, But also back in the day, uh, like, the good guys made more money because they would sell more t-shirts, right? Yeah. So you, you kind of want to be a good guy so you can make more
1: money.
0: Like John Cena, who's basically... You know,
2: merch oh, seller like crazy, right? Yeah.
1: But it, it seems like when the, when the Rock took on Cena, the Rock's just laying like the Rock's showing his experience as a wrestler. He's just laying it on John Cena, and they're like, "Man, you know, the Rock's so much better. Can talk so much better than John Cena." You know?
0: Yeah, it's taken Cena about fifteen years to get to the. You know, get uh, well,
2: better. that that's really an unfair uh, comparison because you're talking about the best who could talk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, he's,
1: I, thought John Cena was, I thought John Cena was a good promoter. Then The Rock came and showed him, like, "Oh wow, you know, John Cena still, you know, can't fire away like The Rock. He can't fire he, away like he can." You
0: know, he's gotten better, but I don't. I think The Rock. I think he's got a good point. The Rock has gotten to the level where, hey, you know, who could ever, who could ever get that high? You know, who could ever talk that much shit? I and, mean, everybody sucks in comparison. You yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I can just remember John, you might remember when we The following day after Raw When we were like in the locker room or whatever Like doing sports After The Rock did his shit Like that's all we did was imitate The Rock Like anybody would come up to you And they'd be like, hey man, uh, can you get that It doesn't it matter if you can get the- like, It was like non-stop I mean, that's all we did was imitate that man Shit, John, you got a tattoo because of him Yeah Well, I know the Stone Cold just Just Stone Cold going what?
1: That uh, that still happens at the ring. People still say what you know. Yeah. they still so do the
0: the Daniel Bryan, Bryan yes thing too. They they point the finger in the air and they say yes, and then when Kurt Angle's music come on, they chant "You suck" to every other <laughs> to the beat. of
1: <laughs> I, I you know I kind of regret Kurt Angle. I just liked him so much, and you know they made him turn heel or whatever well, they made him do. And <laughs>
0: speaking of that, I saw an interview with Kurt Angle, and he was when they it was just when he was getting started. And he was basically he was heel and they were going to have this big event, I think, in Pittsburgh or Philly. I can't remember which city he's from, but one of those two. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And he's like, you know, this isn't going to work, Vince, because I'm a hero here and there's no way they're going to boo me. So if we're going to go in and do this, nobody's going to it's not going to work. You're not going to sell it and it's going to ruin your show. And Vince is like, don't worry about this. I've been doing this a while. You'll be fine, and sure enough, he gets out there and they start booing him, and he's like, "Well, shit."
2: <laughs> hey, did did you hear the story about Kurt Angle when he when they first tried to get him to sign in like '97, like right after the gold medal thing?
0: uh Oh, what happened?
2: Well, he, he said, "Yeah, I, he wasn't like a he didn't didn't grow up being a wrestling fan, or he wasn't at the time. He it wasn't his dream to be a pro wrestler, right? Right. But he told Vince, he's like, okay, but um, one of the stipulations was he couldn't never lose. Oh, yeah, because he. 'Cause he's like, It's unbelievable. I'm a gold medalist. Like I can't lose. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's
0: where Vince got the idea for his character. He was like, Well, as long as you have that mentality, this will actually work. And then but you're gonna and lose.
2: And <laughs> then Kurt Angles said he's like, Man, there's no money in like amateur wrestling and you know, and you can only last so long in those sponsorships and stuff. So he's like, I need to start making some money. So then he was he flipped on the T V and he was watching Raw and he was like Maybe I should give him a call, <laughs> and then he changed his tune
0: about losing. <laughs> what, 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 what that was—that was so badass for me because I'd watched him win the gold in the Olympics. I remember that, and I remember thinking, "Man, what if this guy got? Why didn't this guy do pro wrestling? Like he's the actual—you know—he's a gold medalist. Why don't think?" And then, sure enough, like a year and a half later, bam, there he is. Was like, holy shit! Wasn't that a, a joke for a little while?
1: Like every time he lost, he would say something like. Oh my! I hurt my eel. I didn't stretch, or someone cheated. Wasn't that a, a joke for a while?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he he uh, his his character was always real uh, snotty. He was always real, uh, you know, this is not fair. Like always, crybaby and over well, the top. I,
1: I wish I was in there when CM Punk was around. Apparently, that was a golden age right there when CM Punk was doing it. Also, and I missed a lot of that.
2: Yeah, I've, I've never really seen a CM Punk match, but. I heard one of the best to see is I think it's Money in the Bank uh, 2012 against uh, John Cena. It's supposed mm. to be. It, it's, I know it's a Money in the Bank, but I'm not too sure what year. But yeah, he's he's against uh, Cena for sure. And I heard that's like a, a badass match.
0: So here's a little here's a little interesting trivia. I I uh, probably about seven or eight years ago I bought a uh, comic book. They had like it was an old The Rock comic book like it was i guess when he was starting to get big somebody made a comic book about the rock and like he had you know it was a character like it was way over the top and the guy that he's the guy that he's wrestling against in that comic book and this is well before cm Punk, but the guy's name is the punk and he's like a new champion and like the rock's coming back to take his title back or something and it's interesting that they ended up being the big guy over at wwe for a while with cm Punk. like it was just interesting little how that worked out i don't I don't know. You know. Now, the, the CM
1: Punk, he, he could talk also. He was pretty good on the mic also when, when he had a chance to
0: talk. He was pretty good also. Um, well, he was good about, like, going up against the whole kayfabe thing. Like, you know, this is what's really going on, and this is bullshit. You know, like, why are they calling the shots like this? And they don't know what the fans want. Like, he was real good about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall and stuff. Yeah, you know. Which, oh, they
1: hate that. I, I remember that. They hated that shit when he would do that. He hated,
0: well, they hated that. Who, well, who, you who know hated it? who hated it. Well, I'm sure Vince was. Vince you know. hated
2: the people who
1: wrote the whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second, wait a second.
2: If Vince hated it, he wouldn't be on TV saying that stuff.
1: Because they let him one night. They said, "All right, here goes." <laughs> what do they call it? They tried to drop the mic. What do they call it? They called it the um, the pop bomb. Yeah. Well, he just let everything loose about everything hey. he fucking hated about everybody. Hey, <laughs> well, I, I think, think that's that a... I,
0: that that, that wasn't work too. There, there, yeah. Is that a work? They yeah. just they just had him him to go for it. I think no. the the problem is you you kind of have to assume that every single fucking thing is a work. Like you got you, you you can't believe it. like the only thing that was like off the script is when Owen Hart died. Like that obviously was a fuck up. Like that wasn't a work. Like the guy really died. But everything else, I mean, it's it's probably I think that's a good point. I think I think Vince is pretty much on board with everything. And you know, that's just how that's how good they are at it where they can make you believe. Like I mean, I, I for my whole life I thought that whole Montreal screw job thing was real, but now I'm starting to think cuz they've been they've played it up so much for the last 10 years, I'm starting to think that that was a work too. I no, no, was, that that I do believe was real. You think that really happened? Yeah, that was for real. I don't know, really? I think they, I That's think that real? I think behind closed doors they they just said, "Hey, we're just going to play this" and then it lasted for fucking 20 something years. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, real deal. Brett really punched Vince in the face? Yeah. yeah. Really? possible well i mean vince did have a black eye so yes. you know. i mean the black eye was certainly real uh but yeah i mean well you still got to have that assumption though that that everything is planned even if cm punk's going off script you got to think okay but somebody okayed this like you know or they would they wouldn't have aired you know.
1: Uh, like- true true they, they would kind of yeah i guess so but I was yeah. like, oh, they said, they said, go for it, go, go, let loose, then
0: you know, tell my, them what they want to hear. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite breaking the fourth walls thing was uh, the Miz calling out Daniel Bryan. That was one yeah, of my. Fa- you think that, that was true? Was you think that? Oh, was- well, I mean, I think there was truth into it. I think what the, I think the Miz, Miz was showing his frustration because he's been try- He's been, I mean, and first of all, the the character, the Miz's character is a fucking asshole. That's part of the problem. He's he's just an asshole, but he's also, you know he's trying to get respect and he can't ever get it. And I think that's probably because his character's an asshole, but at the same time, he's a good worker. Like he's steady. He's there. He's always present. You know, you see him all the time and he really stays true to his character. Like he stays in that asshole mode. And I kind of felt for him in that moment when he was going off on Daniel Bryan, he was like, you know, you, you know, you, you were a quitter, you gave up and you fucking, you know, we're out here trying to work and bust our butt. And we play smart, and because you wouldn't play smart, now you're in this situation, and that's your fault. And who's fault? And like, you know, Daniel Bryan doesn't want to hear it, and he just walks off, and The Miz just keeps going. Like, he just lays in. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Man, that um, I mean,
2: wrestling works best when you when can you get people to suspend their disbelief and believe it, right? Yeah. So, so if you can kind of start blurring the lines and people start believing what's going on and thinking you're going off script, if you. If you keep in your mind that everything is fake and that you always remember that
0: and then you forget it for one thing, they got you. You know, that's what's yeah. like, oh, good. Yeah, that's that, that's 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 essentially the thing. That's I mean, that's what makes it work is when you're just like, oh, shit, he's really mad. And then, you like, know, well, you, know.
1: you got to think that like when what was it when when uh, Lita cheated on on uh, when Lita cheated on uh, what's his name? Matt Hardy. Jeff, Matt with a uh, Christian. Yeah, that, would, that oh, was that was real. Right. That was real though, right?
2: That shit was real. That that was real. <laughs> that that really happened.
0: And well, Triple H Mary and story. Stephanie McMahon was real too. And they made that in the story also. No, well it's, they got married storyline first. Oh, okay. And then At that time the when they got
2: married storyline, he was still with China. And then, you know, he's
0: he starts spending a lot of time with someone, you know. How do you go from China to Stephanie? How do you go from this That's
2: pretty easy. Um <laughs> Yeah, I must say I'm just saying. That easy.
0: You're, you, I, I, I mean, I I get the transition, but I'm saying like, but but you, you you're would think that and, top, you, you Yeah, would
2: think if that's your top is China, how'd you make the jump to Stephanie?
0: Yeah, who was at that time was not what? in any kind of shape. But
2: I, but um, look at her now, though,
0: right? Now she kind of looks like China a little bit. <laughs> so I guess I guess that's kind of how that works.
1: Did they suspend Edge and Jeff for uh, Matt for a little while for that? Because he, he he, he did leave
2: situation? her – or something. Yeah, I forgot what exactly what happened.
1: Well, you know, and they still let them fight together. Yeah, you know, like oh man, like, they're still gonna like all right, that's real anger gonna come out on the ring. <laughs> they still let them what, fight together.
0: What's y'all's opinion about uh, Ronda Rousey? What do y'all think about her?
1: Uh, another uh, Kurt Angle. Another, you know, <laughs> don't, another... I well,
0: the thing, the difference I would say there is Kurt Angle didn't have a big push when he came in. Like Kurt Angle had the from the ground up. Like, he didn't come in and was immediately champion. Uh, I think that they've pushed Ronda way too fucking hard right out the gate. Like, well, I think she needed to earn her, I, but you know, I, her pay her I, dues. Did she? I, I think they
2: pushed her that hard based off of her first match at WrestleMania. I think she delivered on such a yeah. big note that they really didn't have any choice but to do that. Yeah. Well, just kind of... And Go it ahead. seems like I, what did she, do? she did, did she did is she taking time off now to start a family? No. I think so.
0: Oh, did she Oh, is that why she she backed out?
2: Yeah, I think I think she's taken off that's I mean that's been the rumor. Oh, and
0: okay. so they
2: might have known that going in They're like hey, we got a year to use Ronda. we got to do it. Okay. Well, that I, makes I, sense I think
0: I think still.
2: she's I, I think she's delivered. I mean, it's you know, like uh, the beatdown she took from Charlotte at a Survivor Series. I mean, the the WrestleMania main event was great. I mean, her in the ring has been good. Her like her promo skills not so much. Um, my problem with her is her look. Like I hate her entrance music.
0: That squinty face and that rock and roll like. The, the, I I
2: hate the entrance music. I hate yeah. that it's all. I mean, I know it's it, it looks like she's ripping off Piper. Yeah, I but, no, 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 but I know that he gave her, he gave her, you know, said like, yeah, you can call yourself Rowdy Ronda Rousey, and you know, he gave her that blessing and stuff, but coming out with your shirt with the same style as Piper, wearing the Piper jacket, wearing the kilt, it's like, to me, it's like, I wish you'd just be your own person, you know what I mean? Yeah, you
0: run the risk of the women's division like emulating the men's division. Like you'll have a, a Piper, then you can have a female Hogan. You I mean you already got Charlotte Flair? Who that's I just I just
2: wanted her to be her own person. I, mean, I don't, I don't right. care. You know, yeah. like it's, it just it seems too much Rowdy. Like I get like she got her name from. I mean, they can use the name Rowdy Ronda Rousey. It doesn't bother me. It's just the 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 font of her name. It's the her whole look. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Mary- they should have. I think they should have kept it like. Gymnastic, like like uh, you know, like a UFC fighter style. Instead of doing the whole uh, Roddy thing, I think they should have. Well,
2: well I... but that's kind of overplayed too. I mean, you already got one woman doing it. Uh, yeah, that's, true. that's
0: You got a real Bond mean doing bitch. It. That, that chick looks mean, man. That's a fucking mean-looking woman.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, fucking look like she'll fucking bite your dick off, man. She looks fucking mean.
1: I always thought they were gonna change her after a while. Like, okay, let her play this out. You know, let Ronnie wear this and do this. And after a while, we'll start letting her do her own thing, change her out to something else, you know, let her do her own look.
0: Speaking of uh, dick biters, have y'all have y'all seen this trailer for this new superhero show called The Boys? You I know. just saw it, Shane, and I, <laughs> I it blew my mind when I saw so, it. So I've always thought that, like, you wouldn't want to have sex with Wonder Woman because I thought, like, her vagina would tighten up so hard it would crush your dick. And then they show in The Boys, like, this dude eating out this superhero chick. And she literally, his head explodes, like while she's while he's eating her out, like it's fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I mean, like that's, yeah, that's it. like some Toxic Avenger stuff. Yeah, that's basically yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. It's like a really well done Toxic Avenger. So, hey,
2: Toxic Avenger is the greatest uh, cinema ever. So I, uh, I don't want you to, you know, talk well, about I, that again. I,
0: my problem with the Toxic Avenger when I first watched it, I was there's like, no problem with that movie. Well, it was my Let problem. It, it <laughs> wasn't, it Let wasn't that. The movie is great. You're right. The movie is a lot of fun. But my problem was, is I watched it when I was like 11 and I was not ready for that. Like at 11, it just, it was just so when they run over that kid and then they come back and they run over him again. Like I was not ready to see that. Man, uh, What's the
2: statute of limitations on child abuse? We need to call up your parents and see what what they were
0: doing. (laughs) Well, they weren't doing shit. I went went and got the movie and uh, didn't tell them about it. So (laughs) that's how that went down. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's one. Of, I mean, I've, my mom would know when we were watching that; she'd turn it off. You know, as soon as as soon as some, yeah. But it was uh, it was rough, and and then, but as an adult, I can really appreciate it. It's it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one, and uh they got a new Toxic Avenger action figure coming out too. That I can't wait.
1: Yeah. When is that
0: release? Uh, sometime this year.
2: Is it made by that, that one for one or whatever
0: it's called? Uh, Four Horsemen. They're called a uh, Super Seven now. It's a new company. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. He looks like uh, it's it's based off of the, uh, the the cartoon. The, oh, okay. uh, the Toxic Crusaders.
1: Is that the same group that made those um those Warbirds
0: you have? They make yeah them- yeah hey, legions yeah.
2: Did you see the sequels to Toxic Adventure?
0: I saw the second one, and that one was a piece of shit. Dude, the- <laughs> that was bad.
2: You know, uh, it, I saw two and three, and originally it was supposed to be one movie, but they filmed so much they turned it into two movies.
0: Right, which you can tell. And... I there
1: was a three. I didn't know there
0: was, there's I didn't there's saw... a four, John. They've made four of them damn things. See, I didn't know. I thought oh, all were, one and two. Did
2: y'all see the fourth one?
0: No, I hadn't oh, seen the fourth I'd one. I'll tell you right now. It's better than the first one. I saw the making of the fourth one. Dude, the fourth one
2: the- is amazing. Oh, okay. It, it, it's it, like if you thought one was out of control,
0: four is – to the next level, didn't they? And four, didn't they have a problem with the actor though? And they swap, they swapped actors through some of it. Like I a don't know,
2: but I tell you, like at the beginning, uh, was it Lloyd Kaufman, the guy of trauma films or yeah. whatever? Yeah, he, you know, like, I, I guess at the beginning of it, they're like telling the story of the Toxic Avenger of the first movie. And then after they get to that story, they're like, oh, and then there was two sequels, but uh, those sucked. And then, then he pops on the screen. It's like, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I <laughs> think like, I saw that in the making of, and that's, like, this is the Yeah, they were pretty bad. I mean, those sequels, the uh, two and three was, was oh, pretty, terrible, terrible. No, I think but, they, I, I think they didn't. I think that was the problem with that was that the first one was so successful and they weren't prepared for that success. And they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with number two. Like number one, they had a vision and they executed it and it ended up being whoa you know all this money we actually got a hit something actually worked all this trash we've been putting out for years and we finally got one and then they're like <laughs> okay let's do this and it just nothing no it was, it was bad
2: yeah but go go watch four four's great okay
0: i'll put that one i'll put that one down to watch i'm uh I'm, i was wanting to watch Dune tonight because it's on amazon prime I'm, i've been on this i Doom saw that yes
1: yeah, i saw it too hey I have you read the, read the book yet show.
0: No, I just got my library card so I could start reading it.
2: So you're talking but, Dune, like the movie from the 80s, right? Yeah. You know, what I what I understand is I've never seen that movie. I've seen part of it when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie? I have seen it, but, like, it's been so long since I watched it all the way through. It's probably been about 15 years since I last watched it. Same. Yeah, same way. But, yeah. um...
2: From what I understand, I mean the Dune
0: book is really
2: complicated. Yeah, and you need you need to explain a lot to understand Dune.
0: Mm.
2: And Dune, the movie is directed by David Lynch, who notoriously doesn't explain anything in his movies. Yeah, <laughs> so it's well, confusing. So well, I had to look
0: that up, like because I I watched the uh, trailer and one of the uh, the navigation guild, the guys that can fold space, I was like, oh, those are aliens, and then. No, you actually read up. They're just humans that have been exposed to the spice for so long, they've mutated into these weird, giant heads that fucking have to live in these chambers where the spice is constantly flowing into them.
1: It does the is the new Doom movie? Is it a remake? Is it a reboot? Or is it a sequel or a prequel? I
0: think this. I think it's going to be a whole new reboot. I think it's just to restart the franchise. Um. But yeah. in the beginning of Dune, like, wasn't there robots or something? Didn't AI, wasn't there like an AI war or something that's kind of like what started all this shit? I
2: don't, I don't know. know. I hated that book so much.
0: You you read the whole thing? The whole thing. And not a fan at all?
2: No. Everybody loves it. I don't like it. I don't know.
0: Okay. I'm probably Well, I, I liked the, the book Battlefield Earth, and nobody fucking likes that thing either, so. Well, because I watched likes the, movie. the
2: movie. They said the book's
0: good. The, but the movie was awful. I didn't, you know. <laughs> the, my problem was is I liked the book so damn much that I actually thought the movie was like, Yeah, man, that's cool. I like guess and then now looking at it as like this is shit. Like <laughs> what am I thinking? It's like it's like the Power Rangers. When the Power Rangers movie came out, I remember going and seeing that, I was thinking, that's the best fucking movie ever made. Oh, Lord Zed? I'd watch that
2: right now. That's probably awesome.
0: The the Power Rangers movie? Oh yeah. Oh dude, man, it's it just has not held up. <laughs> what
2: with, with the the it was Avenues or whatever? Maybe? Yeah,
0: avenues. News. And the <laughs> what just <laughs> Hey, the, uh. uh do
2: you ever watch the the movie uh, Double Dragon? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. man. <laughs> it, I got tell you this story. Uh, me and my brother would watch that like a lot when we were kids. You know, as a kid, yeah. you watch a movie like five hundred times in a row. Yeah, because
0: yeah, we didn't have Netflix. You had to watch the same thing yeah. over and over.
2: Yeah. So man, we watched it. We knew like every line. It was awesome. And then you know, <laughs> I ain't seen it in, like twenty years, and it popped up on Netflix. And I was like, oh, let's see how, if this is still as good as I remembered. I watched it. And I was like,
0: whoa. <laughs> yeah yeah. This it, is is so, so, it actually wasn't well, that good then we just and saw then
2: it I, then i went to my brother's uh house and i was like hey uh remember double dragon he's like yeah it was good i was like oh you want to watch it now then he's like yeah sure and after the
0: movie he's like this was not good <laughs> john did that shit with me in the, the old transformers movie cartoon he's like let's watch shane and i was like all right man transformers yeah and then we watched it, and was like, this fucking thing sucks. The, the only
1: good part in that movie, in Transformers' movie, was when Officer's Prime flew out of plane, shot six Decepticons, landed, shot four more. That's it. Yeah, that's the, only yeah, that's the
0: opening, like, five minutes of the, the cartoon. It <laughs> Dude, all goes downhill from there. I don't, I don't think I've ever
1: watched Transformers' cartoon.
0: Oh, bo- okay. I, you you might
1: hate much. it, but that first 15, 20 minutes, Oh.
2: Dude, no no, I've never seen the TV series. I've never seen anything.
1: Oh, uh, well, well, I ne- I never watched y'all, I never watched the G1 series. I never did. It. Maybe have one You watch
0: the Have you watched the movies though?
2: I saw the first
0: one. So the premise is basically there's this giant war at this planet and these robots can morph into they can transform into I mean I get it. I mean I yeah. get it. Well, it just that movie the problem is it's like the first in the cartoon movie and I'm just going to ahead to spoil it for you because you probably won't ever watch it but nope. the first uh, 20 minutes did we lose audio? Killed. yeah we're still here hello I'm here hello yeah so the first 20 minutes uh, Optimus Prime gets killed and it's just oh
2: yeah you're number one guy that's stupid
0: yeah that's why it's not that good well and they go to like this planet where these junk bots are, and they're fucking speaking Australian accents. It's terrible. Well, oh, man, you're
2: talking he... about talking about movies that don't make no sense. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Masters of the Universe? Oh, oh,
0: dude, that's what? one of John's favorite
1: movies. total. I know. Okay, what part of that, what part of that movie do you hate, Cliff? Like, what's the one what part you remember that movie you don't like? All
0: of it. Okay. No battle cat.
1: No, no. The part that doesn't. Okay, uh, let's talk about part that doesn't.
2: Yeah, make okay, sense. No, no, no. Let
1: me go my rant before you try. Okay. To, Tell me some nonsense.
2: Um, here's the problem with it. He Man, master of the universe. You could go anywhere in the universe or
0: whatever. You can go to mythical lands,
2: and they spend ninety five percent of that movie on one street near a high school.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the valid fucking point. That's I'm,
2: I'm like, what? I I, in, uh, I never watched He Man either, but so i'm not like a he-man fanboy i'm not mad about
0: whatever else but
2: it's like dude you could do anything and not just jacking around on the street it's so stupid they the go to street.
0: a prom they fucking bust up a prom.
2: <sighs> yeah yeah exactly well, so retarded
1: well what, what i'm gonna say was in the at the end of the movie they call for retreat i'm like but you're already in the fucking castle you already took over why are you fucking retreating? You're ready to take over the castle. You're ready there. Just call some more guys in. Yeah,
0: You're I don't just, know why they. Uh, you,
1: you went in
2: too much level. The movie was so retarded before I got to that point that I my brain <laughs> shut off. I couldn't comprehend anything after that.
1: Was it what, was it the cow? Then mean the cow part? Like the meaning cow? All right.
0: They got. <sighs> well, that part was actually clever, but I, you know, it just I, I think that's such a good point. Why why bring this shit to Earth? Why do they got to go to a fucking barbecue and gets and get some, you know, pork uh some pork yeah. rib. Why do they you know why do they fucking why do the bad guys show up and trash somebody's fucking apartment? I mean it's like <laughs> you know, it's it fucking ridiculous, man. And uh yeah I mean, the only was... good parts about that movie and there's only like you know twenty minutes that are good takes place on Eternia. Like out in the desert yeah and then in the castle and that's it.
2: I, I like to do those playing the Skeletor.
0: Yeah, no, he was great. Franklin Jella, he, he, he makes the movie. That's why I'll, I'm on the camp of it's a good movie is because of Skeletor. If he's not in that movie, it's a piece of shit. But because he's in there and because he sells that role so fucking hard. And did you guys know he originally was going to have them like he wanted the blue suit, like he wanted to look like the cartoon character? And they're like, no, nah, we're just going to, we'll, we'll do our own thing. We're going to branch out. And he's like, guys, I'll get, you know, I'm in shape, you know, let me fucking work out and I'll be, I'll have the physique of Skeletor. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's all right, man. We'll, hmm. we'll just put the cloak on you and, and we'll, we'll do it. But if you watch that movie, the skull, his nose is actually, it's just covered in black cloth. Like his nose is actually, cause they didn't have CGI to edit out the nose. So like his nose is there. It's just covered in, in, in black material. Um, but no, that, that's well, like, you know, like I said, John, no battle cat, man. How the fuck do you have a human? I, I,
1: like, I like Blade. I waited a long time for this. And he fucking loses. Like, well, waited a long time to lose. All now, right. The yeah.
0: villain designs were cool. <laughs> like, well, except for Beast Man. They made Beast Man a fucking dumbass. But uh, Sarad and the other guy and Blade, those were cool designs. But they killed Sarad like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, you know, that was the coolest one, and he's fucking dead. I look, I'm, I don't know anything about he man. So I had
2: no idea who any of these people are.
0: Oh, I just saying,
2: like as far as the movie goes, it just straight
0: up sucks. <laughs> well, you know, never... was, uh, made by Canon. It was oh,
2: Canon's Cannon great, <laughs> <laughs> except for that movie. Like, I know, I know, I keep bringing this up uh, to Shane, and he probably thinks I'm full of it. But Superman <laughs> four is the best one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's another canon movie. That's uh, they thought they thought that Masters of the Universe and Superman 4 were going to make Canon like a legitimate movie studio. They thought that those two films were going to be what changed the game.
2: Now, no one's going to believe this, but I've out of all the Superman movies, I've seen Superman 4 the most, and I will never <laughs> say it's a good movie, but it's entertaining as hell. <laughs> it's just the way the, they
0: fight on the moon. And I'm the- laughing the whole time. And the whole uh, the fact that it's Gene Hackman's voice and Nuclear Man—I mean, does not yeah. make fucking sense? Great. Like,
2: it's great. <laughs> it's just so bad. Dude, <laughs> the part where he scratches his chest and he starts yelling, and screaming—oh,
0: yeah. comedy gold! The special effects are fucking garbage. I mean, this, oh, that makes huh. it even better. <laughs> did Did you ever um,
1: get around Shane to watching a uh, Freddy versus Jason?
0: I was going to watch that today, but instead I watched. Oh, the- that one's good too. If I've never seen Roadhouse co- before, so I thought I'd watch that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've never seen Roadhouse? Well, I did today. Whoa. What's the best line in that movie? Oh. Oh, oh what's he say? Well, they always say, I thought you were bigger. But no. there's something he says at the end where he gets fucking pissed. I can't remember what it was. But it was like, it did make me laugh. I can't remember what he well, said. though. He,
2: he's is a guy when they were about to fight, and they're next to the river.
0: Yes. Yeah. I wish I could remember what it was. Oh, he, that said, was the part
2: uh, he says, this is a line. I used to fuck guys like you in prison.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I re- and he jumps on his back after he says that. Like, well, right. It's well,
1: uh, it ready to intimidate somebody, you know.
0: The movie surprised Dude,
1: me. That me? I'd be like, "Whoa, well, I'm out of here!"
0: When, when the movie starts, it's like, "Okay, this is going to be a typical '80s. Like, this is going to be like all the other '80s movies." But is it it be actually, dumb as hell. Yeah, it's actually it is dumb as hell, but it's great, yeah.
2: right? Yeah, no, I liked
0: it. It was good. Oh, it's awesome. Movie. But I, don't, I don't. I didn't know Patrick Swayze was a martial arts guy, though. Where'd that fucking come from? I oh, didn't know that from watching Ghost? Uh, no, i never. <laughs> fucking, like, I've seen Ghost. Like, I saw Ghost a bunch, but I did not think Patrick Swayze was Kung Fu. <laughs> I did not get that. And,
2: uh, <laughs> and Mel- get from, hey but which, the, which is better, Roadhouse or uh, Point Break?
0: Uh, Point Bro, Break. Oh, uh, wait. Point uh, Break. Uh, Break. Like oh, the scene where he's laying on the beach and he shoots up into the air yeah fucking genius it's got gary busey in there how can you fucking not pick gary Dude,
2: that movie still got some good lines right
0: yeah if you want the
2: ultimate you have to be willing to pay the ultimate
0: price wearing the uh the president's mask to rob the bank shit's so cool man oh yeah it's cool. great cool movie
1: you,
0: uh but watch- roadhouse is fun roadhouse is up there like roadhouse is number two uh, Point Break number one, Roadhouse two, Ghost number three. I don't know. Ghost is else three. Patrick Swayze's done. I don't know what anything else the man's done. So that's why Ghost gets number. I say, I was, I what about Dirty
2: I... Dancing? Isn't he in that?
0: Uh, I don't like that movie. That movie. I've never seen it.
1: I, I had a girlfriend
0: that made me watch it once years. Yeah, ago.
1: I was, yeah same way. I was forced to watch it. I didn't yeah, like. It. It's not I did not When I watched Magic Mike, I was forced to watch that. That yeah. one
0: I've avoided.
2: Hey, I've hey, hey! At least, at least Magic Mike got uh, Kevin Nash.
1: Yeah, that's a funny. You know what? I didn't know that was fucking him until someone told me. Like, that's Kevin Nash. Hey, fucking Kevin Nash. That's Kevin Nash. So I watched again to see. Are you watched it, Kevin
0: again? Nash. Like, yep, that's Kevin
2: Nash. <laughs> yep, yep. I never well, saw boy. that.
0: Well, yeah. boys, we we've hit our hour mark, so I guess it's time to wrap this one up.
1: Mm. You, have,
0: you, have, you got big plans for Easter? Oh, you gonna be last for your weekend? Uh, going to. I'm going to of course, Canada tomorrow. I'll we'll be there for a good chunk of the day.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: I'm going to send my sisters we're going to do an Easter egg hunt cool
1: cool Should be productive. this week nice and sunny weekend you know so glad everyone has fun so we mm-hmm. travel out there so
0: oh yeah you too. you have a good one.
1: Oh yeah alright alright everybody Shane get, take us out Shane
0: alright thanks for tuning in uh, catch us on uh, Twitter at Be Beefing and we have a Facebook group uh, Big Beefing group and uh, we'll catch you all next week all right. later